Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophets Speak. This is Isaiah, Yeshayahu 19c. The, we are today going to complete the 19th chapter of Yeshayahu, verses 18 through 25. This is Saul Weiner, your host for the podcast. As we study the conclusion of this chapter, we should remind ourselves of Yeshayahu's powerful vision <coughs> that permeates his prophecies throughout this book. The vision that the burden of the Jewish people, of the people of Judah, is to bring the message of God to the entire world. In the verses we will read today, we will see the mechanics of exactly how this vision takes place, how Yeshayahu understands this to happen, and how his vision of the days of Mashiach, of the days of the Messiah, include the nations of the world together with the nation of Israel in a great alliance of cooperation and singularity of purpose. Let's begin with verse 18. Bayomahu on that day. Just for a moment, let me remind you, we have just read in the first two parts of this chapter about the incredible calamities that befell Egypt, the civil strife which led to the introduction of, of a cruel leader and government, the economic collapse, the failures of their crops and their products. At this point, and we are at the point where they are starting to finally realize that their polytheism, their their gods, their, their wise men have nothing to offer. They have nothing to offer to help them get out, and the people of Egypt are starting to turn the God, starting to turn towards God. So now, and they're getting knowledge of that God from, from Judah. So Bayomahu on that day, there will be five cities in the land of Egypt, Midabrot Sifat Kenaan, that speak the language of the people that live in the land of Canaan, the language of Hebrew. And in these cities, people there are learning to swear in the name of God rather than in the name of their various idols. In these cities, one of them will be called the city of desolation or the city of destruction. Recall that Egypt borders Israel to the south, while Assyria is to the north. The trade routes of the day had the nation of Judah, the small nation of Judah, situated in a strategic area right between these great and powerful nations and economies. The towns in Egypt that were closest to the northern borders were therefore very much engaged with the people of Judah through those trade routes, and would have been the most exposed to the ideas that Judah had to teach, including the religion of God and the ideas that went along with that. In this verse, we read of several towns which were close to Judah and Israel, which spoke the language of the land of Canaan, i.e., the Holy Tongue Hebrew, because they were in close contact with it. These towns were also affected terribly by the economic downturn described in the preceding verses, as these towns were dependent upon trade, and trade would clearly have dried up, as Egypt had less and less goods to trade. So desperate that were these towns that one of them would be nicknamed Ir Haheres, the city of desolation or destruction. However, on that day in the future, the seeds of the redemption of Egypt would also begin right there in those cities, as they were those that were best situated to learn from Judah about God. On that day in the future, an altar to God would exist or would be built presumably in those cities that we just mentioned, and a matseva, a monument to God on the borders of the land of Egypt, those borders that were closest to Judah. 
So the religion of God finally begins to spread from Yehuda, from Judah, into Egypt, into those most devastated cities on the border regions. Here we see how Yeshayahu envisions how the message of Yehuda, the messages of, of Judah, and the ideas of God will begin to disseminate throughout the Egyptian nation. The next verse continues. And this altar and monument in these cities will become a signpost and witness to God in the land of Egypt. Laot Ulaid are places for people to learn from. These will become places of teaching for the word of God to spread forth from. And why? Because the Egyptians will be crying under their oppressors. Remember how Ishayo told us of the civil strife leading to a harsh dictatorship, how the economy has collapsed. So now they cry to God and they find this resource, this knowledge of God within their midst, originating from the land of Judah. Remember, this is from within their midst. And God will then send them a savior, a savior and a leader. And he will save them. Presumably this savior is the leader that's present in Judah, or the Messiah himself, Mashiach himself. And God will become known to the Egyptians and the Egyptians will come to know God by Yomahu on that day. And they will serve him with sacrifice and offerings. And they will make vows to God. And they will fulfill those vows. And God will afflict the Egyptians and then heal them. That was the process which we just read about. And then they will return to God. And they will entreat God and pray to God. And God will heal the Egyptians. There will be a path, a highway from Egypt going all the way to Assyria. The trade routes from Assyria to Egypt will no longer be blocked or difficult or a source of so much conflict, but rather there will be a straight highway for people and ideas to travel back and forth. What will those ideas be? There will be the knowledge of God. <coughs> Assyrians will come to learn from Egypt, and Egypt will come to learn from Assyria, and each will together serve God. Translating the Avdumitraim et Ashur as Egypt will serve God with Ashur, as opposed to Egypt will serve Ashur, Assyria. This verse is very reminiscent of a very similar verse in Isaiah 27, verse 13, where Ishayahu is describing the days of the Moshiach, Uva'u ha'ovdim b'eretz Ashur, v'hanidachim b'eretz Mitzrayim, v'hishdachavu la'adonai bahar ha'kodesh b'yerushalayim that the nations of Assyria and Egypt will both come to Jerusalem together to bow before God in the days of the Mashiach. Then Israel, the nation of Israel, will be a third partner together with Egypt and Assyria in the days in the future, in the days of the Mashiach. Israel, Egypt, Assyria, all of these nations will be in a large partnership, an alliance, and this will be a blessing within the land. 
They will work together, all serving God, together, all of the nations. Asher beracho Adonai tzvaos lemar. The land which is beracho, which is blessed, is blessed by God. And God will be saying as follows, Baruch ami Mitzrayim, blessed are you, my nation, Egypt. Umaaseyodai Ashur, and my creation, Assyria. Benachalasi Yisrael, and my very own um, inheritance, Israel. God will look at this large alliance, this beautiful alliance, and say, the purpose has been fulfilled. My special nation, Israel, has taught this lesson to the other nations, so now that they are all equal partners in the knowledge of God, in the worship of God, in the service of God, Thank you so much for listening to Yeshayahu chapter 19. Looking forward to studying together with you chapter 20.